Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Oh my goodness, friends, you are in for such a treat today. I have one of my favorite humans coming back on the podcast. So we are welcoming back Stephanie Gass. And she was one of the first people that I interviewed on the podcast. And she is actually the reason why this podcast is in existence to this day, because she started talking about starting a podcast and using that to grow your business. And I was like, yes, I'm all here for it, but I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing when it comes to podcasts. So please, Steph, show me the way. And that was three years ago that this podcast launched in 2019. It's so crazy and such a full circle moment to bring Steph back on the podcast to really talk about how to find clients for your business without spending time on social media, saving hours, growing your business, getting more leads. We're going to talk all about that inside the show. I cannot wait for you to meet Steph. You're absolutely going to love her. You're going to totally get why she's one of my favorite humans in the whole wide world. So without further ado, let's go meet Steph and dive into this super juicy topic. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Well, hello there, friend. I am so excited to have you on today. And my listeners, you are in for a treat. This is actually my first ever time that I've had the same person on my podcast twice, and I wouldn't want to have it with anybody else other than Stephanie Gass. So Steph, welcome to the podcast. Oh, hey, Aubrey. I'm so excited to be back and uh, just super pumped to talk about our topic today. Yeah. So you were one of, I think maybe my first or second, I I would have to go back. I did grab the episode number. So the first time that Steph was on the podcast was episode 10. Um, So I think you were like one of my first or second guest interviews that I did. And the reason really why this podcast exists is because of you and hiring you as my one-on-one coach and deciding that the podcast was the thing. So for those of people who maybe haven't been listening since the beginning of time when this podcast came into existence. Can you give us a brief overview of who you are, what you do, and where you're at today? Yeah, for sure. So I'm Steph Gass, like Aubrey mentioned, and I'm actually a podcasting coach, and I help women really get super clear on what they're called to do and then build a business out of it using podcasting and then monetizing that podcast in whatever way they see fit, by getting more clients, 
through the podcasting avenue. And the reason I'm so passionate about this is because I was slave to social media, totally addicted to my phone. I was repurposing all the content everywhere. I was struggling with video and nothing was actually moving the needle in my business. And so I ended up turning to podcasting. It exploded. I had a hugely successful show in under 12 months. In three years, I had a half a million dollar a year revenue business all from this one avenue, which led me to teaching other women to do exactly the same thing. And I'm a boy mom, got two crazy minions, actually going to go see the new Minions movie tonight. Woohoo! And uh, <laughs> I love iced coffee, kombucha, and Jesus. So that's really me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. So what do you think it was about podcasting for you that really made you want to go all in and kind of ditch all these other things that everybody online saying, you got to do it. I know you and I have had our conversations about TikTok and all the things. Um, what was it about podcasting that really spoke to you and wanting to use this as the number one driver for your business? You know, there's two things that come to mind, Aubrey. One is absolute freedom. I was, I felt, I truly felt like a slave to my Instagram stories. I was posting on there 15, 20 times a day, I felt like anything cute that happened in my life, I I had to capture it because it was going to drive the algorithm and, oh no, I'm going on vacation. Will I have service? Because I'm going to not be on Instagram for, for 24 hours and my life's going to crumble. And I had all these weird ties to showing up on social because it was quote unquote working. We had 750 likes per post. We had 200, 300, 400, 500 sometimes views on stories. And I had this belief in my heart that it was actually creating success in my business, but I still was having high anxiety. I felt like holy, I call it like your Holy Spirit or like discernment alarms are going off because I felt so convicted when my kids would speak to me that I wanted to like fully be present for them. I wanted to fully listen, but I couldn't, I couldn't put my phone down. And it was really, it had really become such an addiction in my life. And when I began to trust that maybe podcasting can work on its own. I actually did a social experiment and I got off of Instagram. It started for, it was every weekend for years and then it became 30 days. And in that 30 day period, what we found was that my podcast downloads went up, our revenue went up as the company, the email list grew, everything grew. So I said, shoot, let's do longer. And I stayed off of Instagram for months and it went six months, Aubrey. And I looked in, I finally logged into Instagram after six months. We had 12 likes per post. We had 15 to 50 views on, on the stories the team was sharing about just the podcast episodes. And I knew in my heart, I felt so convicted that if I don't show up and, and completely give in to burnout and hustle culture, I'm dead to Instagram. This proves it. But what's even more amazing is that the podcast it had almost, it's almost at a million downloads. The revenue has, you know, doubled every single year. We have a hugely successful team, clients that knock on the door. We sell courses every day, all without Instagram. And so that's when I knew like freedom. I can show up once a week at the minimum. I do three podcasts a week because it's the only thing I do. Without putting on my makeup, no makeup on right now, totally chilling, uh, no video, no pressure. I can schedule it around my kids. And I felt so much freedom knowing this is number two, I own the content. So the other piece for me of knowing podcasting was the answer is that when I would post something on Instagram, 
or Facebook, right? It would last for 24 hours or TikTok, pick your poison. It lasts for 24 hours. You do all of this work, your makeup, your video, your editing, you post it. Maybe it goes viral, maybe it doesn't, but do those views actually convert into dollar bills? That's my question. And for me, it wasn't. And then the hardest part was I had to wake up and do it again the next day. Versus podcasting, I do one up. Ep- if you do one episode, it lives on infinitely. Some of my highest downloaded episodes are episodes from two years ago, right? And so it's it's content you own and it's content that continues to work for you every single day, evergreen, forever. Love it. I mean, and it just was, it just reiterates to me like why I chose that platform for myself. <laughs> and it was yeah. listening to you and being like, I mean, number one, I love, I love consuming podcasts that way. Um, I, that was my first start into any type of business entrepreneurship, other than I think the first true podcast I listened to was like a true crime one um, on a road trip. But once I really started listening to podcasts was business and I'm like, gosh, I could totally do this. I could totally do this. So I want to shift into our topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is really geared towards the freelancers that are listening, that are hustling, that maybe feel like they need to be on social media in order to find these clients. And you can have number one debunk that, that that's not the way, but what is the number one way that freelancers can get more clients with their business without having to spend hours and hours on social media? Yeah. And in my opinion, that way is podcasting because here's the truth, Aubrey, there are three methods to owning your own content. Method one is to do audio, which is podcasting. This is the easiest way. If you ask me, it's the least saturated and it's the one that you can do in the least amount of time that has the highest conversion rate. The second one you can do is write. You can blog, but that's, it really is a slow grow. I'm not against blogging. And I think blogging is a great secondary avenue. Once your podcast is thriving and you've really got that podcasting thing going, then you can, you can blog your content as a secondary way of growth. But it's just a slow grow because people aren't reading anymore. (laughs) It's like we're all listening. We're multitasking. We're living in a super hyper busy culture. So imagine doing a 15-minute podcast episode versus sitting and writing a blog for an hour and a half. And then the third one is video. And video is, again, just so much more work. I think if you really poured into video, you could make it work the same way as, as podcasting. But the truth is so many of you listening are not just a freelancer. You're also a mom. You're also a wife or maybe you're a grandma. Um, you're, you're probably married. You probably maybe you're working at the same time as you're trying to get this freelancing business to take off. And you've got to think about what is the number one thing I can do in the least amount of time every single week that has the highest return on investment for me. So when you look at those three things that you can own, audio, podcasting is it. Social, you can't own it. The platform owns you. If you're not paying to play, you're dead. The algorithm changes overnight. And the new hot platform comes out five minutes later and you have to shift all of your efforts and transfer all of your burnout from one platform to the next. And I know you're tired of that. I was sick of it. And so podcasting is the way. So I have a couple different types of listeners that listen to this podcast. Some of them are baby freelancers. They're just getting started. And some of them have been in it for a while. So where does this podcasting fall in, would you say, with somebody like where they're at in their business? Like, would you say it should be, you should be a couple months in? Or is it like, no, get started right away? What do you like to see with the people who are starting podcasts? 
I like to see it right away. As soon as you have clarity on what your thing is. So if any of you listening right now, if you're like, I'm going to do this freelancing thing, I've decided it's time to start a podcast because that's how you actually let leads come to you. You let clients come to you through your amazing content versus having to push content, right? You're pushing on social. You're knocking on people's doors on Facebook. You're in the DMs. You're pushing sales. And here's what's weird about that. I know you guys can relate. Like trying to push like, hi, do you need a freelance services? Do you need website management or podcast management on someone? It's awkward because they may or may not even be shopping for what you offer versus let's say you're a podcast manager and you have a podcast all around podcast tips, growth tips for podcasting, that kind of stuff. And then you mention in there, hi, are you looking for a podcast manager to edit, promote your show for you and make this super easy? Hey, I'm Cindy Lou and I'm a podcast manager and we'd love to help you, right? So the sooner you start that avenue of podcasting, the sooner those podcast episodes, the titles and the SEO, they start working for you. People are shopping on Apple Podcasts, on Yahoo, on Google, on Pinterest, wherever they are, and they're finding your episodes from day one. So all that sounds awesome. And I know what the people in my audience are going to be thinking. Okay, Steph, well, like I am, like you said, I'm already doing all the things, trying Mm -hmm. to add one more thing on top of that. So how do we find the time? And I guess even a better question would be like, how much time does it actually take to get this podcast off the ground and also the weekly commitment of it too? I know that some of them are thinking like, oh gosh, that feels very overwhelming. Sure. So I did an experiment here too, because I'm all about, if I'm going to tell you guys what to do, I'm going to do it first and I'm going to prove that it works. And then I'm going to show you exactly how to walk in my footsteps. So I did a test and I said, okay, here's everything I was doing, which included stories every day, an Instagram post, an Instagram carousel, a Facebook post, a Facebook group post, a weekly live and a blog. Okay. All of that took 15 hours a week, not to mention the comments in the DMs that I had to manage the, all the stuff, right? Versus, okay. If you just did one podcast episode a week and you scrapped everything else that I just mentioned. I know this gives you high anxiety because A, we have to break up with our phone, which is really hard. The truth is social media addiction, in my opinion, is the same as any other drug addiction because it's been proven. It goes in and it ha- there are triggers. There are, um, there are things in your brain that go off because it feels so validating, right? To see the likes, to see the comments. How many of us just refresh, refresh, even though nothing is there over and over again, That is a problem. And I'm not saying that to point my finger at anyone. I am saying I experienced it and I know the level of freedom that I feel now without it. And I'm just so present. It's like this veil has been lifted off of my eyes. And so that's the first step is you got to be like, I'm willing to look at this as, as a potential issue in my life and maybe scaling back. Maybe you don't go all or none, but maybe you scale back. One of the first steps I took was getting off of all apps completely every single weekend. They would be deleted from my phone. I did that for three years before I was ready to begin actually getting off of the platforms. And wouldn't you know it, this, as soon as I got off the platforms, my business exploded. So everybody telling you that it can't be done, I'm here to show you that there is another way. Versus podcasting two hours a week. Okay. This looks something like 30 minutes to outline your episode. And I'm being very generous here. 
30 minutes to outline your episode, 30 minutes to record. I will give you 30 minutes to edit, although Aubrey and I can attest to the to the fact that 90% of the time you don't even need to edit. You just stop and edit as you go. It's super easy. And then the fourth thing is to promote. And all we're doing to promote a podcast episode is creating some graphics and we're sharing the link with a small description anywhere that you are. So if you are on Instagram, you can share it there. My team does it for me now, but I used to do it myself when I was a team of one and it was totally fine. And then we'd share it on Pinterest and we'd call it a day. Close the laptop and get back to your life and let that podcast episode work for you. 15 hours a week versus two hours a week. That's the reality. I love it. And you know what too is once you get going at it and once you get in a really good rhythm and you have a really good workflow, it becomes even easier as it goes on. I remember in the beginning, like, yes, it would take me longer to record. Yes, it would. I would stop more and I focus on the ums and the breaths and everything like that. But now I'm at the point where it's like, I can just, because I've been doing it for a while and I know the flow of how I want my show to sound, I don't want it to sound perfect. I want to, I want my people to hear me mess up my words because that's just who I am in real life. So it's more authentic to me. And again, less time on me. So you had mentioned one example, right? So say you're like a podcast manager and that could be your show could be around that. Um, Do you have any other examples of ways that freelancers can incorporate this? I mean, what I, what I am getting to is the sense of if you don't have clarity, like you mentioned, Steph, on really what that one thing is that you really want to be known known for, that's really going to be that first step is figuring that out. If you're kind of just like, oh, I'm doing a little bit of everything, it might be confusing for your audience. But if you're like, yes, I am the go-to person for this, and this is what I want to be known for, and this is what I want to grow my business into and and have all these clients. Um, So what are some other examples that you have seen of freelancers having podcasts around their freelancing business? I love this. Give me like four different types of freelancers that you're most common. So probably social media management, copywriters. Um, you said podcast managers. So that would be another one. Graphic design. And I would say like project management OBM. Okay, perfect. Okay. So let's say that you want to do social media management. You guys want to think about who is the, you don't want to talk to other freelancers, right? Like how to I mean, you could if you want to start scaling your business, but don't do that until you've had success doing the thing yourself. Please be aware of that. So let's say your ideal client is somebody who's running an online business and they're semi-profitable. They can afford to bring on a social media manager at whatever, five to 10 hours a week. You need to position your podcast in a way that your ideal client would listen, okay? So if you want to get out a sheet of paper and say, my specialty is blank, Go ahead and write that at the top. Right underneath that, say, my ideal client is, fill that out, which I know you've already done because you've been listening to Aubrey for so long. Let's say, okay, my ideal client is, whatever, an online coach. Okay. So now what you want to do is you want to have a podcast position for the coach in relation to what you do. Example, okay? Let's say you have some podcasts like, um, like maybe it's social media growth for coaches. That can literally be your podcast, okay? And the titles would be something like, Three tips to grow your Facebook group for coaches. The number one strategy to get more engagement in your online community. Uh, Stop wasting so much time in your Facebook group. Do this instead. See where like I'm positioning these episodes in a way that my, my coach listens and then hears me on the podcast say, hey, coach friend, are you tired of managing your own Facebook group? 
I know how exhausting that can be. And I'm here to support you. I would love to come in and help manage your group and help explode it for you, right? So you pitch your service right on the air. So that's one example. Let's do another one. Let's say that you're a co- you focus on copy and messaging. So you would have something like um, creative copy podcast and who, who, so on your paper, who is your ideal client? Let's say your ideal client is uh, an entrepreneur. Let's pick something different, um, uh, a mom entrepreneur. Okay. So you might have something like what is copy and how to get, and three tips to get started for busy mom entrepreneurs. Another episode could be what type of copy goes on the homepage of your website? Uh, two ways to repurpose the same piece of copy on your platforms. As a, um, a busy working mom, work from home mom, stay at home mom who has a, hu- a side hustle, right? So now you are specifically talking to that mom entrepreneur about copy marketing and messaging. Is this So you see how this is going, Aubrey? I know. And I'm like sitting here, like just thinking about how great you are with words. And I'm like, I hope everybody is sitting there like, like writing with a pen and paper, like grab these juicy gold nuggets from Steph because this is her gift and she's amazing at it. (laughs) Thank you. I, I, this is my favorite part when somebody's like, okay, okay, help me with my title and my tagline and all my episodes, which we do in all my programs, right? Because it's such an important piece of being found organically is having the right little message inside of your titles and the right little key phrases that can be found organically. Let's do another example. Let's do online business manager. So if you want to be an OBM or an executive assistant or anything of that nature, you could have something like um, the back office systems podcast, the back office systems show. And you teach stuff like organizing your inbox, which email platform is the best, landing page basics, um, what is an email funnel, how to set up a automated email responder, Simple stuff like this, right, guys? And again, who are you talking to? So you really want to be clear on the one person you want to work with. That's who you're speaking to. And then in that episode, okay, so let's say you did like three secrets to growing your email list. This is something that a online, whoever, your ideal person wants to know. They come listen to your episode and then they hear you say, Do you wish you had an online business manager who could clean out your inbox for you, who only sent you the most important tasks that you needed to focus on every day, who was super tech savvy and could help you bust out a landing page like a mamba jamba? Hey, I'm Tabby and I would love to be your executive assistant or online business manager. I will tell you what will happen. You're going to have so many clients knocking on your door within 90 days to six months of podcasting you're going to have to figure something else out, which is such a great problem to have. You're going to raise your prices or you're going to go to the next level in your business. And so this is the best way, the best way to have clients knocking on your door. So two things that are coming up from what you just mentioned. Um, I'm going to go the first question and I'll give you a chance to answer that and we'll go into the next one. The first thing is I know people are going to be like, this sounds great. And I'm sure all these ideas are coming to them of all these things that they could talk about that they do in their their business, ways that they help their clients. But I know they're going to be saying, well, what if I'm giving away too much for free? Like, what if I'm helping them? And then they're like, well, I don't need to hire her. She just helped me do the thing that I needed help with. So how do you navigate that piece of it? I love this question. And let me say something to you guys. Please hear me. You can never give away too much. I thought the same thing. But when I decided to podcast, I decided that I was going to 
completely tear down any vulnerability uh, barrier that I had up. And I was just going to give everything I had. I was going to say, you know what? If I can help these women be successful by building a business out of their calling that isn't they're not burnt out. They're not tied to hustle culture and they can finally partner with God in building a scalable business his way. Like, great. If if nobody spends a dollar with me. And so I had this perspective shift, this mindset shift, this heart shift around service over selling. And I really went there and I started giving everything away. And that is the exact moment. And I know Aubrey can also vouch for this, that the lid blew off my business. It blew off. Off. Like there was no containing the downloads, the the impact, the income, the growth, everything exploded. And here's why: people are completely in, like inundated, saturated with buy this, do that, click here, opt in. What about like here's a gift? Here's this free, incredible thing. I pray it blesses you. Go have a nice day. Love you. Bye. If you need, if you need my help, I'm here for you. And then you bless and release, and you go on with your life. That person trusts you because you weren't weird, creepy, and salesy. You didn't force something down their throat. You invited them to work with you. And third, you got them a result completely free. At that point, I don't know about you, but I'm like knocking on the door like, hi, take my money. How exactly do we work together? Because that was so incredible and it was free. I can't imagine what it's like to actually work with you. And I know that's similar to your experience, Aubrey. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, the thing that I started to recognize too, and what I try to tell my ladies is that, you know, we are out there like trying to find these clients, trying to get people to hire us and help them in their business. And we're we're putting that energy out there. And so we're expecting this value in from our potential clients, right? But we're not giving anything in return. So there's like an uneven scale here where if you just started giving a little bit of value and you just started sharing and helping them get results and going into it, like you said, like, you know, yes, I hope that the right person finds this and they want to work with me. But even if they don't, if I'm helping somebody along the way to make their life easier, like, doesn't that just make you feel like a good human, like that you're doing your part in the world? (laughs) Seriously. And that's the whole point, right? We're, we're all here, I think, number one, to make an impact. You guys all want to do freelancing so that you can be more present with your kids, so that you can have a life on your own terms, yes? So you can get out of the job that is draining and exhausting, so you can be present. And the reality is, is that you don't want to exchange one thing that feels hard for something else that feels uncomfortable, you know, if you if you have to chase people and you have to force sales, you're going to hate it just as much as you hate where you sit today. So you have to find a way that feels right and it feels aligned in your heart. And for me, it's talking about the thing you love to the person you're called to help and then let let it organically happen and allow trust enough that I believe God truly has the exact clients chosen for you already. We just have to show up in service and believe that everything works out, you know, for his good and, and see it and just see your, see yourself through a process of, I'm going to show up and give, I'm going to serve, I'm going to give value. And I'm going to watch how incredible that return is on my, my giving. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The second part of my question that was coming up as you were talking um, a little bit ago was, 
that I can hear people saying, okay, staff, this all sounds great. I would love to show up for two hours a week as opposed to the 15 hours I'm pouring into all these other platforms. But on these other platforms, I'm literally only getting two likes. So how am I actually going to get people to listen to my podcast? How is this podcast going to grow? And how is it going to turn into paying clients if my audience is super small? Oh, you're so good at these follow-ups, Aubrey. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, the first thing is, if you are getting two, two likes, 10 likes, 15 likes, even 100 likes, like, why are you wasting your time there is my first question. And how many hours have you spent to get how many clients? I did a visual one time. Actually, I actually have a, work, a free workshop for you guys that I'm going to share with you in a minute. But it has a visual in this workshop that talks about if you have spent 15 hours and you get a one hour, you know, call with someone or one hour of virtual help, whatever. And even if that thing was like to start 50 bucks an hour divided by 15 hours of your time to get that client, what amount of money did you just make per hour on that ROI? And is that, is that time going to keep working for you? So mm -hmm. it just goes to prove like you're wasting your time in the wrong places until you can directly tie, I spent two hours podcasting. From my podcast, I generated five leads. From those five leads, I closed two new clients. Two hours of my time podcasting created for me a hundred bucks. That's 50 bucks an hour. I'm super here for that number. And my podcast continues to live on. So, so over 30 days, over a year, over three years, your podcast continues to capture downloads for you and get more clients. So A, stop wasting time. B, onto Aubrey's specific question was, if I don't have an audience, how will people listen? The podcast is actually the way you get listeners. So when you start your show, and I have a whole um, program, if you guys are interested, I'm going to send you the free workshop first. You can check this out. And then I do have a program, which Aubrey's gone through every single one of my courses and my programs, and we've been client coach. So she knows my stuff really does work. It's important that you set up your podcast in a way that it works for you. You have specific SEO, you have specific titling. We have a lot of clarity on how we set it up properly from the beginning so that it gets found without you actually doing anything. When somebody goes in to Apple podcasts and they type in, let's say landing page. Okay. And you're the OBM that has an episode on three easy steps to set up a landing page for Christian coaches or whatever, your episode pops up in Apple podcast. You did nothing. You did nothing, but position your title in a way that is search optimized, right? It's search friendly. So I teach you guys how to do that. And then the second thing I teach you is how to use Pinterest to simply just share the podcast that you've already recorded. It takes 10 minutes a week. And then same thing, someone goes into Pinterest and types in how to build a landing page. And because you're so smart and you've gone through my stuff, you know how to link that so that it links directly back to your podcast. So whether you have an audience of 100,000 or an audience of one, because for me, my mom always liked my podcast. <laughs> I had one follower <laughs> from the beginning. Um, this is actually how you grow. So we have to shift our mindset from, I have a podcast, now I need a billion platforms to market the podcast. No, 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 it's opposite. I have a podcast and the podcast markets for me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I think the next question, and I know like you said, you have the workshop, so I would love for you to share that too, is like those first 
couple tips on how do we actually get started. I know your workshop is going to be one of those um, ways to to learn more about this. But if we're like, I mean, I, most of my listeners are tech savvy. They, they're yeah. go-getters. They can figure this out. But what are those first couple things that you would tell somebody if they're like, yes, I want to start this podcast. Like I want to do it this way. What would you tell them to do? Okay. Well, step one is definitely come take the workshop. And we have a special link for you guys. It's aubreymalik.com slash podcast workshop. And this workshop is an hour long and it takes you through really how to start a podcast and utilize that two hours a week in exchange for the 15. So it really goes through all those pieces. And then it lays out for you the four-step framework to actually starting your own podcast. So I would definitely go carve out 60 minutes of your life. It's totally free. If you're like, I don't want to buy a thing from you ever, great. Like I'm so excited for you to find freedom from a different avenue. Can you do this on your own? Sure. It's going to be a slower grow, which is fine with me if it's fine with you. If you want to do this fast and you're like, I don't want to be a part-time podcaster, I want to exchange all the hot mess, all of the hustle, all of the social platforms and just choose one easy thing that I can do once a week and I want to do it super quickly. I want to scale my my podcast and really blow my clients through the roof. Um, you can go through some of the stuff that I talk about. And I do mention my offers in the workshop. But again, if you want to do it on your own, we're here for that too. Either way, I'm here to support you. And the steps really are, one, get clarity. You have to know, who am I serving? What is this podcast going to be called? You have to have a really specific SEO-friendly name. And I gave you guys lots of examples of this. And then the second piece you need to know is, who's it for? Why, why does this person want to listen to the show? And really, this is your ideal client. Don't mess up here and talk to other freelancers doing what you do. That's not the point. The point is to get clients, right? And then the third piece is to really get the five-tier podcast brand map built out. And this looks like your title, your tagline, your art, your description, and your keywords. And then the last step of launching a podcast is really having really super clear content, a content map that helps you keep it niche. One of the biggest mistakes I see new podcasters make, Aubrey, is I'm going to throw everything in hoping that I get one thing out. And the truth is the more micro niche you get, the more you focus on the power of one, one message, one person, one problem, and one offer is the sooner that you really have massive success in your business. So once you've figured out that content plan, you can build out content and all you need is three episodes to launch a podcast, which is super easy. You can start to embed those keywords and that really rich organic um, copy that gets your podcast found. And then you click launch. So it's really not as hard as it sounds, but there is a lot of strategy that goes into it, which you'll learn more about in that workshop. And again, that link was Aubrey Malik, A-U-B-R-E-E-M-A-L-I-C-K.com slash podcast workshop. Perfect. Yeah, we'll link that up in the show notes too. Um, this has been so great. I would be silly not to ask this question just because I know you're incredible and I, I love hearing this from you. But any last little words of wisdom of somebody who maybe they've been sitting on this idea of starting a podcast or taking their business to that next level, but they're so scared. Mm -hmm. They have all this fear. Um, I know that I've loved in our time working together, just kind of hearing this from you. And most times you brought me to tears. So I would love for you to still share a little bit of wisdom with my audience on on what they can do to take that next step and to not let that fear hold them back. 
Absolutely. And I just immediately thought of Jeremiah 29, 11, and God knows the plans he has for you. You don't have to know the outcome. And I know that's the hardest thing to hear when you're trying to make this business work. You're trying with all of your heart and might to, to grow something that will allow you to have that dream life or to be more present with your kids or to finally leave the job that you're not loving. You want to know the outcome so bad, but the truth is, is that only God knows the plans that he has for you. And the sooner that we let go and we truly just say, God, show me the next step. That's when we find this beautiful peacefulness. And and I just pray. I'm always like, God, pour peace over me and remind me that all I have to do is, is say yes to you and that you'll show me the next step. And that has been the most freeing thing that I could have done in my business. And it actually got me to this, this place that I sit right now where I'm blown away by what God has done in my business and through my podcast. It's bigger than anything I ever had on a dream board, anything I ever wrote down. I, I, I didn't imagine things this big because it seemed impossible. And that came from surrendering to his plan over mine. And, and with that, I want you to understand that There is no outcome here. There's no outcome. You're living every day for the rest of your life, for the day, for that moment in time, for that exact present moment with your kids, that moment in your business, that connection point with with the prospective client. It's all for that day. And then the next day is for the next day. And the next day is for the next day. And all we can do is choose to show up and do our absolute best with the time that we have with however equipped we are at that time and at that moment for the rest of our lives. Because there's no outcome. When you hit a certain number in your bank account, you're going to feel the exact same. Believe me. When you finally get to that thing or you finally get, you're going to be like, okay, I'm still the same person. Your life is always the same. And so you have to start finding the blessing and the purpose in the right now instead of the but when. And when I finally got that, my life started to shift and change and it really didn't matter how successful I was or where I was in the process. I became so grateful for the journey. So I just pray that blesses you today. Oh, so good. I'm so glad that I asked because I, <laughs> it's like I needed that too, stuff. So I appreciate you so much. You know, I love you to pieces. Um, of course, we have that workshop. Like I said, we'll link that up. Is there any other places you would like to send people? Let us know about your podcast, your website, all the good stuff. Awesome. Love you too, Aubrey. And thank you guys for hanging out with us today. You can come check out my podcast, The Stephanie Gass Show, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S. And also my website is stephaniegass.com. Lots of free fun stuff over there. And then, um, of course, our workshop, which would be the next step for you guys. So thanks again, Aubrey. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Steph. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.